0: live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center Jack
1: Armstrong and Joe Getty Armstrong and Getty And now he is Armstrong and Getty
0: Hello? That's funny, we're all looking at Jack and his video stream. He's apparently reading. Oh, there we go. He doesn't hear anything. It's going well so far. A little glimpse behind the curtain. Live from Studio C, Senor and Holmes. Deep within the bowels of our (laughs) Holmes... It's time for another edition of Sick and Sicker. (laughs) The Armstrong and Getty Show. After all this time, at least one of us has the Fauci fever. This morning, under the tutelage of General Manager, the Francification Act of 2021, which may be rearing its gigantic and ugly head any second
1: now. Yeah, I got some details on that. Yes, I am at home, and I did officially test. Do we have the fanfare, Michael? We need the fanfare for this. Because I took several home tests and tested negative, but then I went and got the official test, the nasal swab thing they do at the university. And I am officially COVID positive.
0: Well, I'm surprised to hear that, because you look terrible.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I feel terrible. Um, It feels like a really bad cold, although a really bad cold. I've got the worst sore throat I've ever had in my life. For some reason, I couldn't sleep at all last night. I don't know what that was all about, if that's a... Uh, anyway. Um, but, yeah, like you were just mentioning, it's amazing that for a year and a half of this whole thing, we we managed to not have anybody catch this damn thing on the show. But now I've officially got it.
0: Even though you're vaccinated, you've got a significant infection. And, and we're going to get into that in a little bit because there's so much... Uh, there's so much uh, passionate arguing people aren't aren't calming down to 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 understand the situation i think as it really is uh the, you know the point of the vaccine is you don't get hospitalized and you don't die It's not that yeah. you don't have a sore throat for a few days
1: um so uh is it reasonable to say that if I didn't have the vaccine, I would feel much worse? Or do we not know? That? Uh, but, uh, that's why
0: you took the vaccine. I mean, yeah, probably sure. you're probably right with that assertion, but I don't know. The God, I, well, I, I wouldn't get, want to
1: feel worse than this.
0: Oh man, not good. See, I just still feel like I have kind of a a medium cold.
1: You know, and I keep I keep thinking back to when David Dave Chappelle in his comedy special said, "You know how I felt after I got the COVID? I felt dirty," and I I thought I feel the same way. I feel like. I feel like I've never had an STD, but I assume that's what you'd feel like if you got an STD. It's like, I'm not an STD kind of guy. You know, how did that happen? <laughs> um, I'm not one of those people. That and happens that's to skanky of, people. Yeah, and that's why I feel like I don't ever go anywhere. I don't do anything. I live somewhere where you have to wear a mask everywhere you go. So I just can't imagine how I got it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was probably from your, your family, right? I might have yeah. gotten it from my kids, and then they, they go to school. And there are cases that pop up now and then in school, so that's the most logical thing. I thought I gave it to them; apparently, they gave it to me. But anyway, so there. That's that.
0: Well, meanwhile, uh, as you uh, you know mentioned briefly earlier, uh, I'm here with what seems to be a cold, um, and I'm taking. I've taken now two at home tests, and both have come back negative. But in doing a little digging, I found out that the the tests, like I'm using, have somewhere between a sixteen and nineteen percent false negative rate meaning that just under one in five times when it says, malt,
1: it was a strike. Well, I've taken a home test three times in the last four days. I took one right before I went to the university, so an hour before I went to the university. All my home tests were negative and I tested positive with the more accurate, more sensitive, I suppose. I I have to admit, if it had come back negative, I was not going to be disappointed, but going to be like, what the heck? My whole family has COVID. They've tested positive. I feel like, Crap, how could I not have COVID, but I have it. So
0: Yeah, wow. you got to get one of those uh, pulse oximeters we were talking about I on have the show. One. We've
1: had one Good. forever for the kids.
0: Oh, excellent. Yeah, I bought one myself. The, the idea being, my friends, that um, you keep an eye on your oxygen saturation rate, and if it gets below you know, 94, uh, maybe call your doctor. If it gets below 90, go to the hospital. Uh, because a lot of people they were uh, their oxygenation rates were dropping. They had no idea of it, and then they get to uh, treatment uh, later than they should have.
1: Yeah, you I'm get below ninety five, I'd be uh, I'd be rested in my car and ready to go, based on all the reading I've done. Oh, really? Ninety, it says ER. Head to the ER immediately. Yeah, I'd be making an appointment with the doctor if I'm below ninety
0: five. Well, I was checking my two index fingers. One said, 94, really? said ninety four. The other said ninety. The other said ninety
1: eight. Oh, so do 90. I just take the one finger to the hospital? I got Doctor, lots my of finger a... is very ill. <laughs> I got a lot of oxygen. I'm just I'm full of it. Um. Yeah. Uh, so the president is just hours away from flying to Europe for some sort of global warming BS. Oh, that's cynical. Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, is taking a whole bunch of people there, and it's it's going to be one of those liberal limousine, liberal grandstanding lecture of the world BS things. Anyway, he keeps telling fellow Democrats that I can't go to this climate change conference without being able to tell people that we are doing our part with infrastructure and fighting global warming and everything like that. So he's trying to convince Democrats that they've got to get this bill through, the infrastructure bill through, before he goes on this trip. I'm not sure that connection makes any sense to anybody or anybody but like cable news and talk radio junkies are aware of this ploy right right so the the
0: the infrastructure bill and the francification bill
1: that um was- uh, the it the uh, it, well see that's where it gets complicated and we might have to get to that in a different segment the politics around this i do not understand nobody understands did, did he do all this on purpose was it an accident the reporting this morning is that nancy pelosi might bring the Actual infrastructure bill, the 1.5 trillion bipartisan bill that 19 Republican senators signed on, uh, voted yes for. She might bring that to vote today, whether they got the Good other morning. thing ready to go or not. And that's going to be a real, morning. and that's going to be a real game of chicken with the progressives of the Democratic Party who say, "No way, we are not voting for that thing unless the other thing's getting voted for at the same time." Are they going to hold their ground, and are they going to get let a zero happen, a nothing? Are they going to let a nothing happen? Are they going to kill a lot of chickens, like
0: Ted Cruz said, <laughs> betraying a complete misunderstanding of the game of
1: chicken? I hope they go all Tea Party and just you know hold it to the mat and just and, and let uh, let let the whole thing go down, end up with nothing. I think that'd just be awesome. All
0: right, so you're <laughs> you're posing the question: Is this a clever three-dimensional chess move by the chess master Biden, or a confused old man floundering? I know where well, my vote lies.
1: Well, will bad at Kev care. I don't know if you remember back to the day that this thing passed originally, but the actual infrastructure package, which is only partially actually infrastructure, there's a whole bunch of crap packed into that thing. But it's it's anyway,
0: definitely you know the uh, the 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 smartest horse situation right there. It's the infrastructureiest one.
1: The actual 1.5 trillion thing passed the Senate with 19 Republican votes, and everybody was saying, "Oh my God, he did it! He ran on." I'm going to get bipartisanship going. I'm going to bring people together, blah, 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 blah. So the first bill, first major piece of uh, bipartisan legislation in forever was going to pass. And then he came out like an hour later and said, this has to be tied to the human infrastructure bill, though. Yeah,
0: I know. And everybody was
1: thought, what are you talking about? Including, I think, Nancy Pelosi. I think everybody said, what are you talking about? Why did you do this? Why'd you shoot yourself in the foot, dude? You had a win right here where you're going to get to say, look, look how not Donald Trump I am. Look, American people, another trillion and a half with Republican help because of me. No, he did. Why did he do that? Nobody knows. Nobody still knows why he did that. So was that a strategy? It wasn't that
0: he he? he got word that the squad and the progressive wing would never vote for it separately. Uh, Breaking news, Mr. President, we just found out that we can't possibly get enough votes in the House. Although Nancy Pelosi seemed uh, whipsawed, too.
1: Yeah, everybody seemed to caught off guard. So nobody knows. So they might end up with nothing today, which would just be awesome. But I have this scary, sick feeling that they're gonna somehow get them both through. And no, no,
0: no! It can't happen. happen. Come me. on, Joe Manchin.
1: Come on, Kirsten Cinema. Where's
0: the... your spine?
1: So they're calling the one about one point eight trillion now. The other one's one point five that will pass one way or another at some point. So it'll be less than four trillion dollars which is better than the 10. It looked like it might have been a while back. Yeah. Yeah. Still a ridiculous amount of money. Oh, Elon Musk had a tweet about that yesterday. We'll have to get to later about why this is so dangerous for America. But
0: Well, why don't we get to that after we officially start the show, according to FCC rules and regulations, enough preliminaries. Let's dive into it at
1: Mark. Everyone's been talking about Facebook lately, and Mark Zuckerberg just announced that he's retooling the social media platform towards young adults and away from older users. Honestly, just make it a little harder to sign in and you'll never see an old person on Facebook again. Yeah, there's some truth to that. <laughs> uh, but, so we'll talk about all that stuff uh, coming up a little bit later. How does mailbag look? Oh, it's, it's quite good. It's, uh, you know, a little this, little that.
0: Still uh, coming together, frankly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> as, as I've said several times, my, I was right. My biggest worry about the COVID was the pain in the ass. That would be not the danger of the disease. But so now that I officially have COVID, my kids have COVID. They can't go to school. Each school has different rules on how, when you can come back. What are you supposed to do with your kids? You can't get, you can't get childcare for them. So you have to, you have to stay home with your COVID kids when they get COVID. Well, and then, so I think I got it from them, but what choice did I had? You can't get a sitter for a kid who's got COVID. So you have to stay home from work. Somebody does and you get COVID. Now, you can't go to work for X number of days.
0: Well, and if you have to take your kid to the doctor, how does that work?
1: I have no idea. I Since you have the, the vid. I don't know. I was going to ask that today. We Yikes. got a dog that's got a pretty serious um, uh, health problem. Really ought to get to the vet like yesterday. But I can't go to the, and walk into the veterinarian with a dog with co, uh, with me having COVID.
0: Ay caramba.
1: I don't, I don't know how you do it. Hey, those of you who've had COVID, what do you do? You just inflict it upon the world? That seems mean and awful, but.
0: Yeah, I mean the, the, your innocent dogs are a real twist there. You can't I mean, you can just put the world on hold for a while, your job and the rest of it. Keep the kids home, all right? Well, it's not good, but it's okay. But yeah, if you have to venture forth and solve a problem,
1: then you got another problem. I don't know. I think a lot of, Son people, of a, I think a lot of people with COVID run some of their errands because they have no choice and that's how the dang thing spreads. Thanks, China. Anyway, yeah, that's what I was thinking last night. I texted a buddy after I got the positive result. Thanks, Communist China, you bastards. I'm more interested now than I ever was before. Wall Street Journal's got an article about that today on nailing down who caused this. China! The, uh, the Americans that were involved, the WHO that was involved, the people that did this. Anyway, we've got a lot to talk about today. And Mailbag next, all on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
1: The Armstrong and Getty Show. Maybe the biggest story of the day. Um, Economic numbers for the quarter are in. Economy grew at 2%, which is lower than expected. And according to the Bureau of Economic Analysis, the worst Uh, GDP report since the economy began its recovery from the coronavirus. So uh, there'll be a lot of John about that. We'll have more on that coming up next segment. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. Looking to Ben Franklin again.
0: There are two passions which have a powerful influence in the affairs of men. These are ambition and avarice, or greed the love of power, and the love of money. Separately, each of these has great force in promoting men to action, but when united in view of the same object, they have in many minds the most violent effect. Place before the eyes of men such a post of honor that shall at the same time be a place of profit, and they will move heaven and earth to obtain
1: it. Benjamin Franklin, as I said yesterday, BF, wise AF.
0: Yep, well said. Mailback. Going to get to some uh, covid stuff in a second, but first this from uh, Barb. My capacity to be amazed has just been reset. I almost can't believe what I just read. What kind of mental gymnastics must you use to find justification to hand out meth pipes to junkies and bums so they might not transition to injecting drugs if they have a fancy new pipe? (laughs) This is true. Clear Lake, California is doing that. Free meth pipes. Under the auspices of syringe exchange
1: programs. With the theory that if people get a new meth pipe, they won't start injecting? Is there any? Yes. Is there anything to back that up? Hey, junkies, have, does that I, sound I, like that makes sense to you? I don't have the slightest it idea. It doesn't sound like it makes sense to me, but I've never been in that world. Uh-huh. Let's see. And then this from...
0: Uh, I give it mica. I guess. You're not even going to tip your hat to the idea that, oh, it's this is about the new kind of meth, the chemically different meth, which makes you crazy, severely mentally damaged within weeks, not years. You're not even going to tip your hat to the idea that the government could stop regulating the ingredients of meth to end this problem? You know, I, I, you know what? I did not tip my cap to that, but thank you for pointing it out. We need more government intervention to fix the unintended consequences of previous government intervention? That's not the Joe I know. Uh-huh, just kidding. <laughs> That's a good point, though. Milton Friedman said, let the pharmaceutical companies make the drugs. They'll be much cheaper and far less dangerous to take. You guys rock. You, grow, you rock. Uh, KPBD keep playing Biden. Eavesdrops. True under Dasha, to pressure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> he signs off Hilarious hey, Speaking it. of Joe Biden, uh, this is breaking news This is major breaking news Joe Biden is going to announce shortly The framework for a 1.85 trillion Social spending bill That's the human infrastructure bill The number 1.85 trillion He's going to announce it Not clear according to the New York Times Whether it has the votes to pass Oh boy So okay. More on that coming up then
0: J.K. writes: uh, Did you catch the award ceremony footage of the guy who swatted away the gun of a robber in a convenience store? He's wearing a "Let's Go Brandon" T-shirt and a MAGA hat. Uh, you can bet big money there's no play on national TV for this news story.
1: I saw that video. I didn't. I couldn't catch the hat and the T-shirt though in the in the video. But yeah, I didn't. I didn't see that. But but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If if it had been the other direction, uh, it would have been getting lots of attention. If and then, the robber had been wearing a Let's Go Brandon and mag oh, hat. Oh, are you kidding? Yeah, it'd be omnipresent. And then, we, oh, we got 30
0: seconds. That's not really time to, to dive into this. I, I will set the table, and we'll serve the meal in just a few minutes. But Paolo writes, uh, with all due respect, no offense, don't take me this the wrong way. You're brainwashed. Um, the, the vaccine doesn't work. There are way more breakthrough cases than they're admitting. It just doesn't work.
1: Well, I, I would have. like to respond to that. I've got a doctor friend who's been saying that for a while. He's put, but, but sending me info his way. But what oh. a doctor's know?
0: Armstrong and Getty.
1: The Armstrong and Getty Show. Pelosi penned a letter to Democrats. She said there must be, quote, trust and confidence in the social spending plan in order to unlock a vote on the infrastructure package. But liberals are holding that bill hostage.
0: Once we have an agreement and assuming we all agree on it, then let's finish the legislative text. Let's make absolutely sure that everyone's on the same page and then we'll vote both bills.
1: There is tension between liberal and moderate Democrats. One moderate Democrat said, quote, it's the blanking progressives. Moderates believe the left is demanding unreasonable things. Blanking. What do you suppose the blanking was? Gosh, probably gosh darn. (laughs) (laughs) So um, they're holding it hostage. Well, it looks like they're either about to shoot the hostage or uh, the hostage will be freed. So this is breaking news. Joe Biden expected to outline the framework of the revised social spending plan. Here we go. This is the most we've known about this since the whole dang thing started. Um. $1.85 One point eight five trillion dollars is the number now. So uh, we were hearing three and a half trillion for a long time. Bernie was asking for six. Um, they got it down to three point five. Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema and a few others were saying, "No, that's still way too much money." It's now at one dollars, yeah. which is we shouldn't spend any of this. By the way, uh, we talked about this several weeks ago. There's all kinds of reasons we shouldn't be spending any of this money as we already spent six trillion dollars on this freaking pandemic. We don't need to spend another three or four trillion. It's insane. Well, and let me bore the entire populace of the planet in saying, uh,
0: what are they going to cut? What wasteful, redundant, ineffective government programs have they announced they're going to cut to pay for this?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here we go with some of the details. Are you ready? I am Um, ready. Because they're leaking this out.
0: Then we'll get back to the whole vaccine thing eventually.
1: Um, So he's about to go over to the Capitol and explain this to him. President Biden is going to announce the framework $1.85 trillion. Uh, heavily on climate change, child care, and a wide range of other economic programs. Well, let's go through those one by one. Every single one of them scares me. $555 billion to fight climate change. Okay. A half a trillion dollars to fight climate change, largely through tax incentives for low emission sources of energy. There will be so much waste in that and so little good done where do you even start well in the line of of
0: cronies with their hands out is, is tens of thousands deep already
1: we spent quite a bit of time yesterday on how uh pre-k not only doesn't do any good but it probably does harm to kids but it's gonna happen 400 billion dollars to provide universal pre-k to three and four-year-olds in Yay! this great nation you know and as uh listening to charlie C. Cook of the National Review yesterday, and uh, he was making the point, and this is so freaking true. He said, "None of these things. Well, maybe of the global warming, but specifically like pre-K. Oh, the one I'm about to get to. Um, the, uh, the 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 uh, the the money you get to ha- have when you uh, you have a kid. That one. Um, why is the federal government doing this stuff anyway? Your state. You can all get together in your state and decide that's what you want to do in your state." You decide you want pre-K, which they're doing in California, in your state? Go ahead. Why is the federal government got to mandate this for the entire freaking country?
0: It's it's a terrible idea for that very reason. Blanket, top-down, from-D.C. policies are, are almost universally awful.
1: So blue states that want to spend money and go broke and think pre-K is is going to be great, even though there are no studies that show it's necessary, go ahead and do it, California and New York or wherever. But why make every state do it? But the whole country is going to have it, and it's only going to cost us about a half a trillion dollars. $200 billion to extend the expanded tax credit for parents through 2022. This is the one where parents now get that child tax credit. Um... And uh, it's one of the biggest transfers of wealth in our nation's history. We talked about this a lot when it first happened. And we said, like everybody on the right said, it will get extended. This will be here forever. Sure. Once you get it passed to start with, it'll be here forever. It's now been extended through 2022. This will never go away in my lifetime. $165 billion to reduce health care premiums for people who are covered through the uh, Obamacare. I don't know much about that. Um, $150 billion to reduce waiting lists for in-home care. I don't know much about that. You're getting into small numbers here when you're talking about uh, $150 billion dollars. to
0: reduce waiting lists. So that's obviously federal subsidies for companies that, that have home health care providers? How are you going to, sh- quote-unquote, shorten the waiting list? You're just going to, like, tear it in half, wad up one, one half, and throw it in the garbage? That's,
1: the- it's. Oh, man, this, this language is so Orwellian. Um, Well, let me give you the broad broad outline because those numbers are pretty handy. So the $1.85 trillion price tag, heavy on climate change, child care, and a bunch of other stuff, is going to be paid for by an estimated $2 trillion in tax increases on corporations and high earners, though it's not immediately clear if it has the votes to pass yet or what the high earners thing is going to be. Remember we were talking that whole deal about taxing the 700 billionaires? Yeah. Um, that seems to be dead. So what are they talking about? Or it seemed dead yesterday when they say high earners, who and how much? I guess we'll get the details on that a little later today. Well, I wonder if we're back
0: to the absolutely loathsome idea of hammering uh, the small business people of America, the pass-through corps, the S-corps, and C-corps and that sort of thing um, that are
1: virtually all of your small businesses. Stop the hammering! Now, this is what's going to bother the progressives and why it may not pass. The framework leaves out several key planks of the economic agenda that Biden laid out in his uh, run for office. He ran on this stuff. It does nothing to reduce prescription drug costs for seniors. It omits what would have been the nation's first federally guaranteed paid family and medical leave for workers, which is a big one for Democrats. It does not include free community college for all, as Mr. Biden had promised. And it does expand Medicare for hearing for old people, but not vision and dental services. It would not raise the corporate tax rate or the top individual income tax rate. It would not impose a new tax on unrealized wealth gains for billionaires. Okay, that is out. Boy, okay, that was so, came and went in a hurry. Well, yeah, I heard an interesting thing about that yesterday, that that was a, uh, look, a squirrel t- a tactic that, that legislators often do to buy time. So they bought a full extra day. By throwing that out there and having everybody jaw about it for a day, that's unconstitutional. Could they do that? Has it ever been done? How would it work? How much would it be? What do you think? What do you think? They bought an extra day of news coverage by just throwing out something crazy and stupid with no intention of ever doing it. Wow. Is one of the theories. And apparently that happens on a semi-regular basis with legislation. Some of the crazier legislation you hear, it really happens a lot in states. Some of the crazier legislation you hear is either just a um, um, a gesture to show I'm up with this. Sure. Or yeah. it's just to distract people and get everybody talking. Boy, that's outrageous. Blah, 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 blah. And that gives you like three days to, you know, get your act together while they talk about something. Wow. Wow. But the uh, the bottom line is there's no indication that they
0: have the votes to pass. No. Or mm-hmm. that the moderates the moderates are down with the number or that the uh, progressives are down with the lack of their their home run balls.
1: The squad, the AOC crowd, the Bernie Sanders crowd, um, those people in the House are saying they said they were saying as of yesterday we will not vote for it at this low number, so not going to do it. Uh, Nancy Pelosi's playing chicken. She's she's going to put it out there, I think, and Joe Biden's going to say vote for it, and they're going to and they're, they're going to go okay, you're going to do this. You actually going to do it? You going to let both of these bills go down and we get nothing? And we look like a party that can't run the country? Uh-huh. Is that what you're going to do? Go ahead. And I think they're going to say, make my day. And I think they're going to vote against it. Wow. Wow. Well, if that's the point that they're at, then that's going to be really
0: interesting to watch. And, you know, judging by everything I've heard and read, that is the point that they're at. They, they don't have cooperation or compromise on either end of the equation. Thank
1: God. I've only you know, some heard of the them. infrastructure stuff, the real infrastructure stuff, I'd love to see pass. I've only heard one report that said there's a possibility that if the squad, if the real progressives don't go for it, there are enough Republicans in the House that will vote with the Democrats for it to pass. For the more serious infrastructure bill, not no, the francification. For the,
0: for the for francification?
1: For, yeah. No. With wow. the idea that this would be a win, that they get, they pared it down to $1.85 point eight five trillion, which I think is insane which I think is absolutely crazy. Wow. Wow. You know, just, there's some days I get a little
0: discouraged because, you know. Really? A little? Well, yeah. Well, because health care is, is extremely expensive now dental care and vision care all of it it's just it's so expensive because of the distortions in the market you know craig Gottwalls or uh, craig the the health guru is has taught us a lot about this how there is now a, a very small group of enormous companies that control health care and insurance in the u.s of a they are immensely uh, politically connected and they've distorted costs way out of proportion plus you know we've just come up with these incredible innovations that remain very very expensive and so uh, you know just good solid health care is financially devastating to a lot of people when that need comes up so so what do we do about it well then you have that distorted oligarch you know perverted uh, system ministered to by the distorted corrupt greedy government and and blanket you know dictates thrown down
1: from coast to coast by the feds it's just it's it's no way to run a country sir More details on this are coming out. We're going to talk to David Drucker, old friend of the show from the Washington Examiner, next hour about this. He's really into the details. But Elon Musk weighed in on this yesterday. He's the world's richest man. And uh, I saw some of the Twitter sphere saying, oh, look, the world's richest man. Now that they're coming for some of his money, now he's whining, which is just the stupidest way to look at it. What he was trying to do was point out how far in debt we are and how much further we're going in debt. Elon Musk warned yesterday of a rising U.S. federal debt saying the general public will have to pay for Biden's $3.5 trillion spending bill. Well, that's what it was yesterday. Now it's $1.85 trillion, which is still way too much. But Elon, Elon Musk's point was this, and it's still true. U.S. federal debt to GDP was 56% in, two, in the year 2000. So in the year 2000, our debt was 56% of our gross domestic product. It is now 126%. Of our gross domestic product and climbing. So since 2000, we've gone from spending about half of what we create every year. Like you're spending half of what you make every year for your household. Now we're spending all of it plus another quarter. Yeah, I would point out that it's going into debt to half the GDP. yeah, Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, you know, it's funny having studied economics in school and beyond. Uh, I remember it was spoken of in hushed tones. The idea of your debt being 100% of your GDP. I mean, that's just a bad way to go. You're making 100 grand a year, but you have 100 grand in credit card debt. That is a serious
1: problem. Now we're at 126 and growing. This is before we passed this four to five trillion dollar couple of pieces of legislation this week. This is a hell of an experiment
0: for a country to, to
1: pull. Wow. I, think, I think everybody knows how it's going to end.
0: Well, those who are in power now will get the benefit of it. They don't care what happens next. They're soulless. They're evil.
1: Your kid, my kids and their kids are going to live in a much weaker country that has very little room to maneuver on things because they're so far in debt. Just like if you get yourself upside down, you no longer have much decision-making you can do because you're always paying credit card bills and car payments and stuff like that. And that's the way the country's going to be going for it. Whatever. Well, what are you going to do? Living in a Mad Max
0: world short
1: of, equal to, or perhaps even beyond Thunderdome. We
0: just don't know. Cannibalism. Oh, cannibalism.
1: Rampant cannibalism. Oh,
0: please. You can't walk down the street without somebody chewing
1: on your arm. <laughs> Nightmare. Oh, <laughs> I got to talk about the supply chain and go into the grocery store last night. I had six things on my grocery list. Five of them weren't there. Jiminy. Five of the six things I wanted to get to the grocery store they didn't have. Jack lives in the
0: Soviet Union, by the way, if you're new to the show. <laughs> At
1: a regular grocery store. It's
0: 1971, and Jack <laughs> is signing on from Valdorfstock in the USSR.
1: Anyway, a whole bunch of stuff on the way. Stay here. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Wow, just in inflation in Germany, 4.5% in October, highest in 30 years. Wow. Global inflation, fantastic. And I got the COVID. Got an official test back. Uh, Went over to the local university, did the official test, and uh, yeah, I got the COVID. After getting a couple of negative home tests. Three negative tests in four days. I took, in fact, I took a home test right before I went to the university. So with the same exact level of sickness, it was a negative on my home test and a positive over at the university. So that's you wow. know anecdotal evidence. I realize, but if you're feeling really crappy and you keep testing negative on the home test, maybe go get a for real test.
0: Yeah, I see, and I just feel like I have a cold, kind of medium. Yeah, I'd say it's a you know four on a ten scale cold.
1: I gotta tell you. I would have gotten the vaccine anyway, but I didn't think I'd feel this bad being vaccinated. I didn't expect to feel that. I feel pretty damn crappy. Right. Well, to that point, we got, for instance, this from uh, Paolo, frequent
0: correspondent. Uh, Almost uh, your attitude has been, yeah, there are breakthrough cases, but mostly the vaccines just work. With all due respect, you've been brainwashed. Not for the warped coverage of the media. Uh, Would you not have leaned much more strongly toward? Of course, Jack doesn't have COVID and tests negative. He's vaccinated. Then we got this from uh, the great skeptic, Kevin. Who writes? Ah, uh, da da da. First, Jack not really knowing whether or not he has COVID, since the testing is so unreliable. Not to mention the fact that Jack's been vaccinated, but it's clear to everyone by now that breakthrough cases aren't rare at all. And six months out, the vaccine is rather useless at preventing infection. Well, I, with all due respect to you, both your opinions, and I appreciate your input. Um, I think you and a lot of people are missing the point. And one more caveat: anybody who announces anything with certainty about covid or vaccinations or anything at this point is a bull pooper. It's just our our understanding of all of this is still evolving. But at this point what I would tell you is the vaccination's purpose is to prevent severe infection, hospitalization and death. It's it's like instead of waiting till al-Qaeda is in your province, oh, hello. They might be in mine. <clears throat> and then calling the Marines. And then you hope the Marines get there in time and are able to find Al-Qaeda and kill them before they kill you. The vaccine stations several squads of Marines in your body. And so they are much quicker to fight, much quicker to win, and prevent a loss. But it's not a force field that keeps COVID-19 from getting into your body and and annoying you. Or in some very rare
1: cases, making you very, very sick. My Marines must be more like those... Sailors that were on that boat in San Diego that caught on fire.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or they're doing they deals doing with job. that Fat Francis. Or what was that guy in the Philippines? Fat Albert? I can't remember that big scandal.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I, I've done more reading about this in the last week or so when I've been sick than I did previously. You know, one thing Google could do, hey, Google, why don't you go out and, and clear out everything that's pre- I don't know, at least this last summer, because any of the stories about COVID before this last summer are useless. Right. So if you Google something about, you know, how effective is the vaccine, or can you spread the disease, can you spread it when you've been vaccinated, or how long do your symptoms last, you'll get an article from last month, this past summer, and March of 2020. And they're all completely different. So we got to clear out those old ones. There's no point in reading them. But one thing seems to be is that the the vaccine really got out there about the same time Delta took over from the original COVID, and Delta reacts with the vaccine differently than the original COVID did. It's easier to spread it as a vaccinated person, mm-hmm. the Delta, than the original COVID. So a lot of the stuff we were all saying, you were all saying, scientists were saying about the vaccinations um, aren't as true with the Delta as they were with the original COVID. Uh, the fact that it it's, it makes it much less like you're going to die and end up in the hospital, that's just absolutely true. Uh, if I feel this bad with the vaccine, who knows what I would be like without it? Yeah, so unless we're missing something, my friends, the point of the vaccine
0: is not to avoid you having a sore throat, headache, and feeling like crap. It's to keep you out of the hospital and out of the morgue. That's it. Now, now the, the confused old man who happens to occupy 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue has said things that are contradictory to that. But he's a confused old man. So, keep, you know, I wouldn't d- worry about that.
1: I keep checking my oxygen. True
0: and I the pressure.
1: Thank you, Mr. Biden. I'm at uh, 97 on my uh, oxygen, 74 on my pulse. So. Oh, there please. It's, well, I keep wondering, is baldness a comorbidity or not? It's not? Or is did, what, did, Didn't some news come out about that last year?
0: You know, back to the topic of it's probably not true anyway, or no longer true. I remember something
1: about that. I remember it hit dudes more than oh, women. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Early on, there was some info about men versus women, but I don't remember hearing that. Maybe that's evened out over time. Well, and, and bald men tend to have more testosterone, which is hurtful Absolutely. to me with my, my thick shock
0: of auburn hair. Um, <laughs> but, you know, whatever. That's why I go around starting fistfights everywhere I go to prove my manliness. (laughs) Hey, if you ever miss a chunk of the show, you can grab a podcast wherever you'd like to get podcasts. It's Armstrong and Getty On Demand, or just go to armstrongandgetty.com. Armstrong and Getty.